Welcome to the Living the Abundant Life podcast with Rob and Sarah Betts. Living the Abundant Life is a weekly podcast designed to help others learn to live in abundance. And now, let's get into today's episode. Good morning and or afternoon or evening if you're watching this later, but we are together again for another episode of Living the Abundant Life podcast. Uh, today, we're going in a little bit different direction. We've been talking about renewing our minds, okay. uh, and we may go back to that after the Christmas season is over, but we just had it on our hearts to share about Christmas. Right. You can tell we've got our Christmas mugs here. Yes, we do with mm-hmm. our Christmas tea. Yes. So, uh, <laughs> speaking of Christmas, if you're looking for a great gift, uh, I've been telling people for a stocking stuffer, our new book, Abundance, is uh, is out now. We're actually really excited. Mm-hmm. We've been working with a friend of ours who is a Spanish-speaking minister uh, who has agreed to translate Abundance into Spanish, and so that's coming up real soon. Uh, keep watching for that. We're actually going to be doing it in audio as well, but you can order it on Amazon. You can send us a message directly uh, if you'd like to order it, but uh, I believe it'll be a help to you. It's some things that the Lord showed me about uh, trusting Him for provision and why we trust God for provision. Uh, What you have ought to be considered in service to the kingdom of God. Anything that I have, my time, my resources, my money, uh, Lord, I want it to further the kingdom. And so this Amen. book, I think, will help you with that. So anyway, you can look for that. But today, we're going to pray, and then we're going to talk about uh, the story of Christmas. So let's pray together, okay. if you don't mind praying for sure. us. Sure. Lord, we love you. We just thank you for this special time of year when our eyes are fixed on Jesus, Lord, that that more and more people are, are thinking about what you did for us, sending your own precious son as a gift for us, Lord. And we just thank you that this message touches hearts, it changes lives, Lord. And we just give you all the praise and glory for every good and perfect gift that's from you. In Jesus' name, amen. Amen. Well, we want to start out by going to Luke 2. I think that's a good place mm-hmm. to, to, to start talking about. But in particular, we want to talk about hope. The Bible tells us in Hebrews that hope is an anchor for our souls. Uh, It helps us uh, when we are anchored to hope, which is, you know, Bible hope is a confident expectation. Uh, It means that we confidently expect, not that we wish something happens. Sometimes I think when we say hope uh, in our modern vernacular, we use it in the sense of, I really wish that that would occur. But Bible hope uh, is a confident expectation. And, you know, throughout the Bible, beginning in the Old Testament, when when man sinned in the garden, God began to reveal his plan for redemption through prophecy. And, mm-hmm. and, and the prophets foretold of the coming of the Lord. Amen. So we're going to share a few stories today that we love um, around the Christmas story, around the birth of Christ. And, and all of these were hoping that you know this this precious baby right. the savior of the world um, was coming to redeem them and so um, we we love these stories and we're just going to share some of this today with you so this first story is the story of of Simeon and this is after Jesus has been born and uh, beginning in Luke 2 we're reading I'm reading from the New Living Translation today verse 25 it says this it says that the at the time there was a man in Jerusalem named Simeon. He was righteous and devout and was eagerly waiting for the Messiah to come and rescue Israel. 
the Holy Spirit was upon him and had revealed to him that he would not die until he had seen the Lord's Messiah. That day the Spirit led him to the temple, so when Mary and Joseph came to present the baby Jesus to the Lord as the law required, Simeon was there. He took the child in his arms and praised God, saying, Sovereign Lord, now let your servant die in peace, as you have promised, I have seen your salvation, which you have prepared for all people. He is a light to reveal God to the nations, and he is the glory of your people Israel. We're at the point here where Simeon, who had been promised by the Holy Spirit, that Jesus the Messiah would come. And he knew that day was coming, and the Holy Spirit had said, you won't die until that day. Imagine Amen. the feeling of waiting and anticipating that was going on, not just for him, but all of Israel for that day to come. But specifically, Simeon gets this promise that before you leave this earth, you're going to have an opportunity to see the Messiah. Amen. Talk about a bucket list. You know, Man. people put things on their bucket list that they want to do before they die, but he wanted to see Jesus before he died. He was promised that he would. And he basically said, I can, I can die a happy man. I've fulfilled everything I wanted to do. I've seen Jesus. That, and that's the, the thing that we see here. He goes, uh, I have seen, my eyes have seen, some translations say, my eyes have seen your salvation. He recognized when Jesus came, this is the Messiah. I can leave this earth right now. You know, there are times in our lives where we say that where we're like, man, you know, you do something or you experience something, you're like, well, I could die a happy man now. Mm -hmm. But we don't really mean it. But in Simeon's case, he's saying, you know, he's been serving in the temple yes. over the years. He's been serving the Lord faithfully. The Bible tells us he's a faithful man. Mm -hmm. And so he's faithfully served the Lord for all this time. And God's promise of a Messiah coming he gets to see that before he goes to be with the Lord. What an awesome thing. Just like, you know, waiting, waiting for the Messiah, we see all throughout Scripture where people are waiting for things and God is promising them mm -hmm. things and they patiently wait for the promise to come to pass because when God tells us something, it's a sure word. Right. We can trust that when God tells us something, or, or says something to us that we can hold on to that. We can begin to hope uh, or confidently expect that at some point that's going to come to pass. The scripture says that there in the great hall of faith in Hebrews 12, it says some of those died in faith, Amen. not yet having seen the promise. Imagine those folks who when they had already gone on, but they knew they held fast mm -hmm. to that promise. When the Lord Jesus shows up, mm -hmm. and 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 you know the Scripture says He led captivity captive. When He came and and died and rose again, all of those saints that you know. Sometimes people ask what what happened to those people who died before Jesus came. They were in a place of waiting. The Bible calls it uh, in Luke. It's Sheol. Uh, it was a place of departed spirits, or Abraham's bosom is referred to in that in that text. But it was a place of waiting. The saints were being comforted, waiting, but they couldn't go to heaven. Jesus was the first to ascend, is what the Bible tells mm -hmm. us. So they were waiting for that day patiently. Some of them died without ever seeing it in their lifetime, 
But they knew just as sure as God had been faithful in the past, He was going to be faithful again. And that day when Jesus came in and received them all and they were able to, to go to heaven, that's the kind of thing Simeon's experiencing here with the birth of Jesus. Now finally, uh, Jesus has been born and now uh, some time has passed and He goes uh, to be received in the temple, mm -hmm. uh, dedicated to the Lord. And here's Simeon who's been faithfully serving, just waiting for that day. And he, he says, my eyes have seen your salvation. Amen. I'm going to read that one more time. <clears throat> what Simeon said, he, Simeon took him in his arms and blessed and praised and thanked God and said, Now, Lord, you are releasing your bondservant to leave this world in peace according to your word. For my eyes have seen your salvation, which you have prepared in the presence of all peoples, a light for revelation to the Gentiles, to disclose what was previously unknown, and to bring the praise and honor and glory of your people Israel. Hallelujah. Glory to God. Amen. He was hanging on to hope. You know, I'm sure there were times where he would see how bad the world was getting and he would think, when is this going to happen? But he hung on to hope. He put his faith in the Lord and he knew he would be able to see our salvation before he died. You know, I think the things that are written in the scripture, the Bible tells us were written for our admonition. Mm -hmm. There's a reason why we have access to the scriptures because they help us to hold on to hope, which like we Amen. said in Hebrews says that is an anchor for our souls. We have to believe that even when things get bad now, when things are difficult, when mm -hmm. things don't seem good, we have a promise mm -hmm. and it's eternal. Right. And there are some saints who have gone on before us that won't be with us this holiday season, but they receive their reward. And so the Bible tells us, let us run our race with patience that is set before us, looking unto Jesus, the author and the finisher of our faith. Mm -hmm. the, the prophets foretold right. of his coming. The scripture tells us uh, in Isaiah, he began to tell about Jesus who would come, and that he would be a wonderful counselor, mm -hmm. prince of peace, all of these things that, that when we see Jesus is born, you know, the angels say, glory to God in the highest and on earth, peace, goodwill to Amen. men. The things he's saying, the things that Isaiah prophesied, the things that the, the Old Testament prophets were saying to us has come to pass. Mm -hmm. The beginning of all things as it relates to the Messiah happened at the birth of Jesus mm -hmm. Christ. That's what we're celebrating mm -hmm. in this time Hallelujah. of the year. The promise fulfilled mm -hmm. that God said that man has no way to get back to me, but I'm going to send my son. Mm -hmm. And so he sent him, and Simeon, when he's rejoicing, is saying, there he is. Yes. There he is. Hope this has is, come. This is hope the is one. Hope is here. Right. Hope, yes. hope is finally here. <laughs> this is the one yes. that I have been waiting to see. Mm -hmm. I'll die a happy man. Yes. Lord, you can take me right now because I have seen my salvation. Amen. Anytime someone comes in contact with Jesus, they are experiencing the fulfillment of God's word, his prophecy, Hallelujah. that there would be a coming restoration for man. Jesus is that restoration. I'm, I'm so thankful Amen. that this time of year we have a chance to celebrate that. Hallelujah. I wanted to look too at, um, at Elizabeth, um, <clears throat> you know, the, the comparing of, of Elizabeth versus Mary. You know, they were related. Elizabeth, who was barren, never having a child, um, and was married many, many years, and uh, they, they never were able to conceive, but she held out hope that she would one day. 
And uh, the Lord came to Zechariah, her husband, um, in the temple. And, um, and, you know, no one else was there whenever he told him that they would have a son. Well, Elizabeth and Zechariah were old. You know, they were grandparents. So, um, you know, just thinking about, um, we were young parents. Yeah. <laughs> it was yeah, still we hard. Were, we... <laughs> <laughs> it was still tough. But Elizabeth was a grandma age. You know, she was old, never had a child. And she was going to give birth to John, who would make the way for Jesus. He was the forerunner. He yeah. was the forerunner. And so um, she has this promise. And then you see Mary, um, the, the opposite, young, teenager, never been married, a virgin who would give birth to the Messiah, to Jesus. And, and both were in opposite spectrums, but both believed the words that were spoken to them, which to most people would seem impossible. There's no way that a virgin could give birth. There's no way that you as a grandma never had, had a child would be able to give birth to a child, but both believed. And I wanted to read... Um, wanted to read Mary. <clears throat> um, one of my favorite things, whenever the angel came and told, um, we'll just start there. It says, now in the sixth month of Elizabeth's pregnancy, so Elizabeth is already pregnant with John, the angel Gabriel was sent from God to a city in Galilee called Nazareth to a virgin betrothed to a man named Joseph, a descendant of the house of David, and the virgin's name was Mary. And coming to her, the angel said, greetings, favored one, the Lord is with you. But she was greatly perplexed at what he said, and he carefully kept carefully considering what kind of greeting this was. And the angel said to her, Do not be afraid, Mary, for you have found favor with God. Listen carefully. You will conceive in your womb and give birth to a son, and you shall name him Jesus. He will be great and will be called the Son of the Most High. And the Lord God will give him the throne of his father David. And he will reign over the house of Jacob forever, and of his kingdom there shall be no end. And Mary said to the angel, How will this be, since I'm a virgin and have no intimacy with a man? The angel replied to her, The Holy Spirit will come upon you, and the power of the Most High will overshadow you like a cloud. For that reason the holy child shall be called the Son of God. And listen, even your relative Elizabeth has also conceived a son in her old age, and she who was called barren is now in her sixth month. For with God nothing is or ever shall be impossible. And Mary said, Behold, I am the servant of the Lord. May it be done to me according to your word. So she was taking him at his word. And you know there had to be a lot of, a lot of things going on in, in both the minds of Elizabeth and Mary. But I believe what got her through, not only this time, but all throughout the life of her son who would one day give his life, were these words, For with God nothing is or ever shall be impossible. That's, that's a good place for us to stop today. And we'll, we'll pick this up uh, next week. But to know that with God, nothing is impossible. No matter what your situation that you're going through, never let anybody talk you out of faith. You know, people want to make excuse about why or delay. God doesn't need our excuses. Right. He just needs our faith. He needs us to confidently expect and hope that what He says will come to pass. Amen. And we have to be willing to hold on until we see the results. And I don't know about you, but I'm not a quitter. 
No. I'm going to just keep believing God until. Can we pray for you today? Amen. Believe God for uh, that this season you'll be able to be a light and a witness to yes. other people and you'll be able to minister to them and love on them and encourage them, but you'll be able to stand firm in your faith. Father, we thank you so much for the people that have joined with us each week as we share your word during this season of hope, Lord. We thank you that you are helping us by the Holy Spirit to confidently expect all the things that you've promised to us to be yes and amen in our lives. Lord, I don't know what everyone is going through and everything that they're facing where they're at right now, but I just pray and set myself in agreement that, Lord, you are the God of breakthrough and that you will move on their behalf, that you will help them to experience the fullness of the promises that you've made to us. Lord, we thank you that you help us to stay mindful of the reason for this season. We praise you for it. In Jesus' name we pray. Amen. Amen. Well, God bless you guys. Until next time, just keep living the abundant life. We'll see you soon. Bye-bye. Bye-bye.